Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR author and expert podcast series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's big city number one national radio campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. And today we are here with Dr. Leah Hollis a national expert on workplace bullying, and the president of Patricia Berkeley, LLC. She has published extensively on this issue and also looking at how workplace bullying affects women and people of color. Her most recent book is The Coercive Community College, and she is now working on a book on human resources and workplace bullying. Dr. Leah Hollis has consulted for colleges and universities across the country. So welcome, Dr. Leah. Hello, thank you. I appreciate the intro. Great to be with you today. It's great to have you. And what would you say, in your experience, is the biggest problem with workplace bullying in higher education? When I conduct my research, and it's typically with faculty and administrators in higher education, they all point to the leadership. The leadership needs to step in and intervene, much like You remember growing up with your brothers and sisters or what have you, mom had to intervene to stop kids from fighting or dad had to intervene. It's the same kind of system at any organization and higher education is very much like a family system and has been equated as such, but the leader needs to step in and not just create the policies, but enforce the policies. And I actually did um, an article on that last year in 2019, and it's statistically significant that when the leader has the policies that are enforced, the bullying goes down significantly on campus. So leaders need to be engaged in the problem and work proactively to stop that behavior or even curtail it before it even starts. And so if it continues, is workplace bullying costly? Oh, yes. The obvious cost is the turnover. So Society of Human Resource Managers, I guess SHRM, um, has quoted uh, 150% of somebody's salary is lost in re-advertising, pulling the search committee together, uh, recruiting, any overtime to to take over what position or what duties that leaving or uh, departing colleague had. But more so is the total distraction and at times disengagement that employees have when they stay. So an example I have is a colleague is bullied in a staff meeting in front of everybody, whether it's a peer or whether it's the boss. You can believe that when that meeting is over, that colleague has probably contacted their boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, partner, mom, dad. They are ruminating about the problem. They are trying to figure out how to avoid being bullied in an open meeting again. They are thinking of, oh, maybe a job search. They are doing just about anything except the objectives from that meeting, probably for about 45 minutes to an hour. And so if a bullying incident results in maybe 45 minutes to an hour of rumination for the target to recover, imagine that instance happens three and four times a week and how much time that person is spending strategizing around a bully instead of doing the organization's work. And higher education can be anywhere from $7,500 to $9,200 a year per person in wasted time dealing with a bully. 
Now, we were just talking about targets and how they are spending so much time ruminating over the situation. Why would you say that women are more likely targets than people of color? Women and people of color tend to reside in the entry and middle-level positions of an organization. So in higher education, certainly we talk about how more women are getting advanced degrees than men. However, men are still in the cabinet and in the president's office much more than women, and the same applies to people of color. So workplace bullying is based on a power differential. Uh, The person with power is abusing the power they have over others. And because women and people of color tend to be in less powerful positions, they are more likely to face workplace bullying. Now, Dr. Leo, what advice would you have for organizations to avoid bullying and then also for individuals that are facing it? For the organization, you need to have a policy. Um, There are various state policies about it, which don't have a lot of teeth. Like California has one, Maryland has one, uh, Tennessee, Utah, Minnesota. But they're not very actionable. They're not like Title VII or EEOC policies. So um, if an organization puts a policy in place, makes the policy easy to find, uh, trains people on what the policy is, and the leaders take the policy seriously and enforce it without favoritism, those kinds of behaviors as an organization can really curtail bullying. What should individuals do? Document, document, document. Document what is happening. Document because at some point, if you're being picked on because you're a woman or because you're a person of color, now we've wandered into Title VII complaints. Um, An individual who's being bullied should also remember to stay connected. So often when folks are bullied, there is an implicit shame they take on themselves, not that it's deserving. So speak with your family, let your colleagues know what's going on, expand your network professionally so people can perhaps help you get away from the situation. Also, it's prudent to seek a counselor because what happens with bullying is something called uh, the amygdala hijack. The chemicals in your brain are like, oh my God, we're under threat, and there's a true panic that can happen. So to try to mitigate um, those physiological responses, a counselor can help people think through the problem, think of strategies to solve the problem, or think of strategies to just maintain good health. So, so there's a lot individuals probably should do if they're facing bullying to pay attention to their health, um, try to make sound decisions in their career, and try to stay connected with people who can be supportive. Well, Dr. Leah, you have a lot of great information here, and obviously, to our listeners, Dr. Leah Hollis is an expert in workplace bullying. She has served as an expert witness. She provides keynote speeches, workshops, and one-on-one coaching dealing with workplace bullying as well as diversity. She has spent over a decade working with organizations and conducting research on workplace bullying. So you can learn much more about Dr. Leah Hollis at diversitytrainingconsultants.com. That's diversitytrainingconsultants.com. Dr. Lee Hollis, thank you for joining us today. 
Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all out there for listening to this podcast, which is brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.